Hey Mockingbird, um, my name is Amanda McMillan and I work at Christ Church in Charlottesville, Virginia. I am a huge Mocking fan, so I am really honored to be here to share a word of mercy with you today. So um, I spend most of my time in my job preparing for Bible studies for people of different ages and in one of my Bible studies, the young adult Bible study, we are studying the parables of Jesus. So I am going to share one of those parables that we've been talking about. Um, so if you know me, you know that the two things that I love talking about the most are, um, number one, the gospel, and number two, composting. And so when we read this parable, um, I was really excited because I felt like my worlds were colliding. Um, so I am going to read the parable of the barren fig tree, which is in Luke chapter 13. Then he told this parable, a man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, see here for three years, I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. And if not, you can cut it down. So what we see here in this parable is a fig tree that needs help, um, which reminds me a lot of myself. Um, my friend Will in this Bible study, which is now operating online via Slack, um, he said, I am the tree, voiceless in deciding my fate and presently unable to perform the one task that I'm supposed to do. So if we are the tree, then we are the passive character in this story. The vine dresser or the gardener, as it says in this version I just read, is our Christ figure. In seeing our struggle to stay alive and be who we were created to be, he desires to help us. Um, in this Bible study that we're doing, we're reading Robert Capon's book on the parables as a guide. And Capon points out that the Greek word used in that passage when the vine dresser says, let it alone about the fig tree, is the word aphes, which means forgive. And it's the same word that Jesus uses when he says from the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. So we see in this parable both grace and law. There is a bar that we can't reach, which is the law. And we need help from a gardener who knows what we need. So biologically speaking, what a tree needs for life is a fresh heap of compost. It needs organic matter that used to be fruit itself and then broke down to provide the nutrients needed to do the work that it was really created to do in the first place. Um, so it needs that compost in order to be fully itself, a fig tree that bears figs. Thankfully, just like the fig tree in the story, Compost is exactly what we are given to. So 
from the vine dresser to the fig tree and from Christ to each one of us, the death of the organic matter that made up the compost gives life to our organic matter as Jesus freely gives life to us by his death. Um, I think it's interesting that the man in this story, the landowner, asks the hired hand, the vine dresser, the gardener, um, what they should do about the tree. And um, that's because the vine dresser is the one who's actually tending to the plants, who actually knows the plants. Um, think about the vine dresser again as our Christ figure. In, um, in John chapter 5, we learn a bit about the authority of Jesus, where it says, The Father judges no one, but gives all judgment to the Son. That's what I think of when I think of this relationship that the vine dresser has with the fig tree. It has authority and it knows it knows what the fig tree needs. So our judge, um, as I said, we see grace and law in this passage. And so the judgment that we see, the judge is a vine dresser, our vine dresser, our gardener, is a suffering servant, right? We know that about our Christ figure about our Jesus Christ. He is a suffering servant, not a king, not a king who has no clue what it feels like to be a subject. Um, he knows. He lived it. He suffered. He honestly and and truly cares about his little fig trees that are struggling to hold on to their lives. So all this to say, um, what makes this parable a word of grace to me is that Jesus has the authority to judge, right? And with that authority, he dies on a tree, no less, and he becomes our compost, in a sense, to give us new life in his mercy so that we can be who we were created to be, which is forgiven. So um, as we are waiting in um, very uncertain waters right now, in our world. I'm clinging to what I do know to be true, and that is very simply Christ crucified. I hope that that gospel word blesses you too.